0: So good morning, Charged Up Studio listeners, and welcome back to another episode where you get charged up for success. I'm Dana Olivo, your host and CEO of Market Atomy LLC, and today we've got a very exciting podcast for you, especially for you moms out there struggling to juggle the kids, their activities, the household, while maintaining your hold on your own personal san- sanity and self-worth. So our guest today is a dynamic Amazon seller and teacher who dedicates her energy to helping others start and scale businesses on Amazon. Known as the Bundle Queen, our guest brings 20 years of e-commerce experience. She is fully equipped to teach the necessary skills online sellers need to take their business to the next level. With a unique Wholesale bundle approach to Amazon, backed by a proven wholesale bundle framework, she has generated over 5 million in online sales. Her company, MommyIncome.com, was launched to teach others to start and grow businesses on Amazon by turning small steps into big results. But please all welcome to Charged Up Studio, Miss Kristen. Ostrander. Thanks so much for having me. Such a delight to be here. We're really happy to have you here. You know, recently I had on my show, the author of the Bezos letters. I don't know if you're familiar with, with Steve Anderson. Um, And we talked a lot about Amazon, the Amazon reseller program. Resellers being those who act as middlemen in the distribution network. So since I really don't have a, a set of specific questions for you.
1: We're going to just wing it through this podcast. Is that okay with you? I love that. I love just having a, a, a conversation, talking about the different things. So, yeah, that's I'm exactly it. That's exactly it. So, begin, to begin with, let's talk about why you
0: decided to start Mommy Income to begin with.
1: Well, when I, uh, my husband and I were married very young, Uh, high school sweethearts uh, had uh, some children right away. And we also had this uh, necessity to both bring in some income Um, just as a young family starting out, he's in commercial construction. So that can be, you know, feast or famine at any given time. And so I needed something I could do from home and remind you, this was 20 years ago, right? So I needed something I could do from home because I really wanted to stay home with the children. It didn't seem to make sense to try to pay daycare costs. I mean, that, that would, have kind of eradicated anything I did so I started to look into um, what was available and what um, at the time was uh, reselling which was eBay I started reselling um, my children's toys and clothes uh, online as uh, used items just to try to um, get them the next set that they needed and I really really enjoyed that it's something I could do on my own time it's something I could do when the kids were napping or in the evenings and um, it made a you know a, a decent amount of money so I didn't have to go outside the home to work so I kind of I felt like I had the best of both worlds. And as I started to grow into that and realize how exciting it was for me, um, I ventured uh, eventually into Amazon and began doing um, similar reselling there. And of course, then graduated to uh, a little bit more sustainable business models where I could um, grow and scale to the level that I'm at today. So because of that, as a mom making income from home, I, I wanted to be able to teach other moms that they could do the same or other any person. And, and it started as a mom making income and then wanting to teach others to do the very same thing, that they could have some control over their finances and, and what they could do as a for work and also be at home with their children. Right, right.
0: Well, you know, taking, taking the economic situation that we're in right now with this pandemic, you know, and everything else, you know, it's more than just moms now. It's displaced, displaced workers. You know, everybody is, you know, trying to make some life decisions as far as where do they want to go do they want to get back into corporate america which is forcing them to do things that may not be in their best interest you know um have you seen an increase in what you're doing you know with mommyincome.com moving more into just a um displaced workers and things like that have you seen a lot of that happening
1: Absolutely. As a matter of fact, one of my most successful clients right now, um, we we met back in uh, March of 2020 when she was laid off from her corporate job and there was really not much she could do and living on unemployment was not going to be an option for her. Uh, So she started immediately looking into um, and she's in her like mid-50s so it's, it's something w- to where she's like well where am i going to go what am i going to do what kind of career can i try to restart at my age who wants to hire someone that's almost on uh, you know a- in the corporate world it, it seems for her experience was that you're on your way out like we're not going to hire somebody that's 55 we want somebody young and energetic that can can handle a lower pay scale <laughs> and so she really felt displaced by that and thought well what can i do to try to replace my income i've got about 10 years left before I want to retire and I still need to work. And so, um, she found me online and we started talking. And, uh, since then she has really replaced her income. She, you know, it took a year or so for her to really grow and ramp up, but, um, something she could do from home, something she could do remotely. Um, then she didn't feel that sort of, um, you know, discrimination, if you will, against her age or um, where she was in, in her career level. And it really has helped her. And we also are seeing a ton of influx of both male and female in, in the, the older age range, I would say 40 to 60, where Mm -hmm. you're not sure exactly, maybe you haven't been in the workforce for a while because maybe you're raising children or you have, and you're displaced. So we've seen a ton of influx of people wanting to take control over their, their earning ability, but also the flexibility of, of an online schedule.
0: Right. Right. And what, and what, you know, more than likely what we're seeing is in the elder age range, which I'm up there, you know, I'm 65. So, you know, I know exactly what they're going through, but what we're seeing more and more is they're starting to realize they're not going to have enough to retire on, to support themselves after retirement. You know, unless they continue working and, you know, so therefore they need that extra income coming in that they can eventually grow and be able to, you know, support themselves.
1: Yeah, that's exactly been the problem. A lot of um the the men and women that are coming online and starting to look at online business is a supplemental thing to say I you know i put my kids through college and that took a hit on my you know savings and things like that and just I'm not gonna, you know, with inflation or things that are just the costs rising. Um, but what they thought was their nest egg was going to be enough is no longer the case. And so, yes, a lot of people are supplementing with an income and it's something they can do, even if they are still working, it's a little bit of kind of a, they call it a side hustle sometimes, but something a little bit on the side that you can do a few hours a day or a few hours a week and really um, be able to earn a decent living um, on your own terms.
0: That's exactly it. That's exactly it. So, um, so why the Wholesale Bundle Queen? Tell me what, where that came about.
1: Sure. So, okay, there's several different uh, e-commerce business models within Amazon. So you think of your typical retail store, right? It's just a whole, they're wholesalers, they, they purchase from manufacturers and suppliers that, you know, in bulk, and they, you know, have wholesale products. So there's your typical wholesale. There's another um, form in, in when it comes to online, like you talked about reselling, that would be people that are kind of doing retail arbitrage or going to different stores and buying things on clearance or, or looking at the, the price uh, differences between like online uh, demand and you're in-store demand. So they're capitalizing on on gathering different products up from even retail stores. And then there's the private label where you're inventing your own product, you're bringing it to the marketplace, launching new brands, things like that. And so there's all these different business models. And I've tried all of them on on Amazon. And what I've realized is um, the best way to have the most success and the least amount of competition is kind of a hybrid. So wholesale bundles are um, basically, I would call it like the hybrid between wholesale and private labeling. So you're not quite reinventing the wheel and, and bringing brand new products to the table. What you're doing is you're using existing wholesale products and creating bundles. So you're creating gift sets with them, things that naturally go together. So um, my me and my company, we really like to uh, create a lot of different gift sets for all kinds of different um, ages and stages and things. We have uh, spa gift sets for women. We have um, newborn baby gift sets for boys and girls and gender neutral. So, you know, instead of you having to pick one or two different things off the shelf, which would lend itself to walking into a retail store and kind of looking at the lay of the land and picking out what you want. Online, it's harder to do that because not everything is all on the shelf in front of you, You have to do a lot of searching. And so we've tried to make it easier for customers to shop for things that they naturally purchase together anyway by bundling them together. So um, that's that's kind of the, the hybrid uh, model that I created because in wholesale, there was just a lot of competition and the margins were very, very thin. with the fee- and shipping, it was difficult to make any money. And with private label, uh, there's a lot of um, legalities and a lot of policies and a lot of money and time involved in developing and manufacturing and, you know, all the nuances that go with that. And so I thought there's got to be a way to kind of marry the benefits of both of these worlds together. And so bundles were born and um, I've kind of taken off since then to make wholesale bundles the most profitable business model for me on Amazon. I
0: mean, it makes perfect sense. It makes perfect sense, you know, especially for, you know, busy executives, you know, and things like that that don't have time to go and shop for a lot of this stuff. And they can shop online, you know, do you do customized bundles?
1: Uh, the difficulty with customized bundles is that um, because we use the Amazon fulfillment program and we're not fulfilling things in house, like we don't have a warehouse. We're not putting products together and sending them directly to customers. We use, we outsource that with um, prep facilities and um, Amazon's fulfillment program. So what if, if you want to take a snapshot into fulfillment by Amazon, a lot of people don't realize that when they're purchasing from Amazon, they're purchasing from small sellers like me. They yeah. think they're just buying from big, bad Amazon. Right. But if you look closer at where you're buying, it'll say sold by, you know, um this company, ABC Mercantile, or, you know, it's, it's shipped through Amazon because we store all of our stuff at Amazon's warehouse. And when someone like you decides to buy one of our gift sets, they pick it off the shelf and send it to you in two days. And so that's how that, the, the fulfillment by Amazon works. And so when we have our warehouse, put all of the kits together, the, the, where we outsource, and then they send the kits to Amazon and then Amazon sends them to the customer. So we're kind of eliminating having our own warehouse and doing that. And because of the structure of how that works, um it's not advantageous to try to do customized we we do accept some people have suggestions and we'll put produce them at a more uh, a bigger scale um but for the most part we just try to do um, market research to see what really people are are looking at as far as gifts and kits and things like that and then putting those uh together with the research that we've already done
0: interesting so you don't have to you don't have to store anything or anything so are you buying these um, products for your gift sets through these resellers is what you're doing or what?
1: We purchase all of our items wholesale. So just like your retail store, if you opened a brick and mortar store and you you were going to purchase stuff to stock your shelves, we go to trade shows and we buy from distributors, manufacturers, and suppliers. And then we have all of that shipped to our third party warehouse. And then they put our kits together and then they send them to Amazon on our behalf. And then we, um, you know, that's how we do that. So we're buying it all from wholesalers and distributors, just like any other retail store. We're just, we're hand select. Collecting the products that go within our kits and with our in, in our bundles, yeah. and then um, doing it that way.
0: Very interesting. No, I, I hadn't even thought about that in the sense of Amazon. So let's move on to from the product side and let's talk about the company side. Okay, um, what made you? What do you like about working through Amazon? And where do you see some
1: issues that you think? need to be addressed. Okay. Certainly, certainly. So uh, what I love <laughs> about Amazon and working with, um, you know, well, it's the, the global retail giant, right? It is right. the global, I mean, everybody knows Amazon, almost everybody has the app Amazon prime, right? So um, what I love about it is that they have a lot of processes in place and infrastructure that allows anybody from any walk of life doing anything to come aboard and be able to sell their goods and products to a global market. So it's quite different than just opening a brick and mortar in your town and hoping to get the right amount of customers buying your items. You have a global audience at your fingertips and using the power and resources of Amazon and what they have to be able to advertise. You don't have to do a lot of advertising. Everybody goes to Amazon to search for the products that they want if they're shopping wow. online. So Because of that, it's really built in to not having to do starting your own Shopify website or something like that, and then trying to do marketing and hoping people might be able to find your brand at some point. So that is the biggest um, advantage to that is that you don't have to go fishing for customers. They come straight to you and they're willing and able to buy and they trust the Amazon system because they've been using it for so long. They trust their customer service, they trust their delivery. So it really uh, has that uh, built in. It makes it really easy for um, small startups or small people who, you know, even I started with used books on Amazon. It's the first thing I was selling on Amazon, buying them from yard sales and libraries and, and, and selling them there. So you can start that small or you can start really big if you already have your own, say, cosmetic brand or something like that, that you can bring to the table. So love the opportunity and the uh, limitless amount of income you can earn. There's really not a ceiling for that. There's no point where you get to where you're like, you know, okay, you're capped out and you can't, you can't make anymore. you can't invent any more products. You can't, you know, list anything else. So there's, there's a, uh, there's such an advantage built into that. Now we could go on for five episodes about the things that are wrong with the Amazon system. Yeah. Um, yeah. The very main, problem and or concern is that with such a large company there's no regulation at all internally So, um, you know, take your police force, right? In a police force, if there's some corruption going on, they have internal affairs and they have places that they can investigate and hold people accountable when they're not operating the way that they should. Um, Within Amazon, there isn't any of that. You are subject to their rules and their policies. And if even if they're not following their own policies, there's no accountability. There's nothing that you can really do about it. You kind of just have to take one for the team. And if you don't like it, don't sell here. And so um, that's really the biggest problem is that when we're facing problems as sellers and we have, you know, maybe there's a bug in their AI system or, um, you know, there's some something wrong with the algorithm, it's really difficult for them to find a human being that is competent enough to handle the problem. They have a lot of turnover in their customer service and it's really difficult to um, get major problems solved. You can, there's just, it, it's just a long process and a lot of Patience right. and things like right. that. So right. that's kind of the biggest downside.
0: Right, right. Well, when I was when I was speaking with Steve and we were talking about this, you know, and the advantages and disadvantages, you know, um, naturally, you know, Steve, he's more on the systematic approach through Amazon um, as far as how it how it started, and it started in his garage. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Jeff started in his garage. And he still, you know, uh, brings a culture to the company as far as um, the customer, the, the, the passion for the customer, you know, and things like that. And in this case, the customer is also your resellers and your sellers. You mm-hmm. know? So that has to be taken into consideration. So obviously, you know, there are some areas that, that Jeff needs to pay attention to when it comes to Amazon is concerned. But in all honesty. If you are a micro business and you're just starting out and you want to uh, start getting to income as quickly as possible, you know, Amazon is the place to go. You know, you've got a solid customer base there already. You've got your marketing. You know, I have people who complain about the percentages that Amazon takes and, you know, and things like that. But when you think about what Amazon is putting out there for you, all right, so that you don't have to do it yourself All of a sudden, that percentage that they take makes sense.
1: For sure. And like, if you look at it like that, what people that complain about, oh, their fees are so high and all the percentages they take, if you itemize that. So I run two businesses one is mommy income and the teaching and the training. And the other one is my Amazon store that I'm running. And if you look at those financials side by side, as opposed to like what you're spending for marketing, what you spend for customer acquisition, what you spend on customer service and making sure that everybody is happy with all that stuff. And then, same thing with Amazon, what you're the, the warehousing, the shipping shipping, the um the return policy that they have and accepting your returns on your behalf and all of those different things and the marketing and the advertising that they do um, it is well worth the fees that you pay to do that i'll give you a great example we launched a brand i know it's 2020 we launched our brand we were set to launch in 2020 and that didn't really work out too well um that yeah. was not a great time to launch a product but in pandemic we put it off for the year so we did start in the beginning of this year we have our own website and we have our products for sale On that website, we also have our products for sale on Amazon. We have done zero marketing or advertising for that. And we get about one sale a month on our website, and we're getting 10 to 15 sales a day on Amazon. So that's just kind of what shows you that the customers are already built in and they're immediately coming to Amazon to even as a search engine, it's like almost a search engine to where people are going there to look at and research products to see um, which ones that they really uh, think that they can trust and buy. So it really is, if, if, if I spent that kind of fees on, on my my advertising and marketing to try to get my brand off the ground without Amazon, it would take me a lot more money and a lot longer.
0: Right. No, definitely. You know, I've had clients who have been in the food and beverage industry, you know, and things like that, manufacturing new products and and they want to get into the big stores, you know, Walmart into, you know, Costco and, and uh, things like that. And the first thing a lot of these big box stores ask is, are you on Amazon? Because they look at Amazon as a marketing partner. By creating awareness through Amazon, that's going to bring the the customers in who don't want to get it through Amazon to get it in person, you know. And and so there's, there's a strength behind the Amazon brand that benefits micro businesses moving forward.
1: Absolutely, yes. And, you know, you want some, some companies kind of have, you know, I've seen the evolution over um, the, even the past five years of at first when I'd be going to trade shows and talking to companies about carrying their products and, and bringing them to the Amazon marketplace. There were so many people that were against it. They thought, they think Amazon's the big bad wolf and it's out to kill everybody. And I thought, if you're not there, you're losing out on a huge percentage of customer bases that you're trying to reach within your brick and mortar stores. You're just not going to get the volume. I can help you with volume um, by bringing your brand to Amazon and have that brand awareness because more and more people are are looking there even first, even if they decide to come to the the store and buy the item, they're still looking at reviews and looking at the product on Amazon before they even go and buy it. Right.
0: And and speaking of brick and mortars, now I've, I've got a couple of brick and mortars that have been coming to me saying, you know. How do I, you know, with this, with this pandemic and Mm -hmm. people not getting out, how do I meet my customer's expectations, you know, and, and, you know, things like that without them coming into the store. And the things I'm working with them is, you know, we've got to rethink your delivery method. How are you going to deliver? And is this something that you would work with, with retail, you know, with, with brick and mortar and help them come up with a plan?
1: Absolutely. Yeah, I am. You know, that that's the other part of what I do at Mommy Income is the business strategy um, perspective of how to move your brand, your products, your services um, to an online marketplace and uh, multiple online marketplaces. I mean, at this point, we love Amazon. Um, but let's be real, Walmart is expanding into third party selling. And there's so many different places. If you're not on Facebook marketplace, you're, you're losing out on customers. A lot of people are on Facebook marketplace looking for products and services services. And um, they, there's a trust factor there with some people because your name and your face is attached to that. So there's a lot less fraud going on because they can see our faces and say, oh, this is the person that's actually selling this product, which creates an instant trust factor with the fact that their moms and sisters and brothers are all following them on Facebook. And there's hardly any way, you know, they're not going to rip me off. I can, I, I know where you live almost, <laughs> but that's the sort of thing that, that people are building. It's, it's almost back to that hometown feel again. Is a, you can see a name and a face, and the fact that there's a family running a business here and selling you product, and it creates a trust that isn't there. So there's millions of strategies, and it doesn't have to cost a lot. You just have to know the inner workings of of, of what to do and what strategies are working in the here and now to be able to deliver your goods and services um, the way that your customers expect.
0: So tell me um, in, in what you're doing with mommy um, mommyincome.com, you know is it just Amazon you're working with or do you do other things? I do, I do many
1: other things. Um, but right now the, if you went to the website, you would see mostly the, um, uh, creating this online business and online strategy for Amazon specifically, that is the level of my expertise. Um, but I, I, have, you know, other levels of different things that I have been able to create for even brands. I've negotiated, uh, with, uh, people who are developing products, people that are bringing it that maybe only want exclusives, maybe they want someone else to represent their brand on Amazon, because they're busy developing products and dealing with their brick and mortar customers, they want an Amazon section. And so I'm able to teach and train, I've even taken on a few brands of my, uh, of my own in my own store, um, representing them solely on Amazon, because honestly, it can be a full time job just having an Amazon store, let alone all the other if you have other brick and mortar stores or other, you know, Know, your Shopify and things like that to where um you want to leave itsy Etsy yeah. all of that you know um, and each, but those
0: are more niche form yeah
1: has its own set of rules and policies and all those different things and just different nuances that you need to know. And so if you want to be everywhere, you're going to need someone who is an expert at one or two of these platforms to say, okay, I can get your products to these places and I know the rules and I know the policies because those things make people give up so quickly because they don't have time to learn this whole Amazon process and then try to get their products there. They feel like it's not worth it, but it is worth it if you know uh, where to turn for the education and or for the, um, the help that you need to get your products launched on Amazon and have someone helping with that.
0: So do you have a systematic
1: approach you take when you bring on a new customer like this? Absolutely. There's always an onboarding process and asking what, what your goals are and, and what kind of manpower and time and energy you have to spend on this. And what you know, it's all really about the business goals. Are you trying to have a global brand that's in every retail store and Amazon and everywhere else? Are you trying to keep it small and micro and things like that? So, do you want a dedicated team? Is it your do it yourself? So, there's all kinds of different strategies and approaches that you can have, but I always have a lot of different different suggestions for brand owners as to whether they want to run it themselves. And, and that's about um, talking to the, the decision makers, the people that are inventing and creating the products, because usually your creatives and the ones that are creating and inventing the products, they're not going to be the Amazon team. You're going to have no. somebody else doing your Amazon stuff so that you can focus where your uh, areas that's of genius are. yeah. yeah.
0: All right. So you also have a podcast that you do. Is it a
1: weekly podcast? What is it? Yes. Weekly podcast. It's called the Amazon files. And we talk all about, you know, I, I interview different people, but it's, it's kind of a hybrid as far as, you know, me giving some information and tips and different things going through the different seasons. And if there's policy changes and updates, but also just how to maximize your, um, your brands and your your store. How to make sure that you're dealing with Seller Central properly and that you're you know not just following all the rules, but maximizing your bottom line and being efficient with your processes and making sure that you're um, you know just all the different things within business apply to Amazon as well. They just have a whole it's a whole different set of rules, right? So, right. you know those types of things. So yeah, the Amazon files.
0: Right, right. And um and when is it air? When does it air?
1: We air show every Monday. And so I've been doing this is for since 2014. So, really long time podcasting in the YouTube channel as well. Um, it's always audio and video. I uh, do some, some videos on a regular basis, a little bit of how to and kind of behind the scenes type of stuff. Uh, and so, yeah, uh, the YouTube channel is Mommy Income and the um, podcast is the Amazon Files.
0: Amazon Files. Okay. Okay. And do you have anything that you want to offer our listeners that are listening? Yeah.
1: If they're interested in thinking about starting Amazon or they have you know, some a brand, they thought, oh, I have a brand I would love to be able to bring to Amazon, but it scares me. And we have a lot of free resources on our website. If you go to mommyincome.com, you can see um, Start FBA Today is one of our uh, courses that we have. If you're a true beginner, you've never sold anything on Amazon, that is going to be your, your Amazon 101 type class. So it's called Start FBA Today. And it, it talks all about the different infrastructures with Amazon and how you can kind of get yourself started there. Uh, It's a full uh, video course with uh, downloads and templates and things like that. So that can all be found at mommyincome.com.
0: No, it's been, it's been extremely interesting. I'm thinking that uh, we might need to do a whole series on Amazon here, you know, especially right now because of, you know, the pandemic and what we're going through and, you know, the, the forcing of all of the, um, uh, the immunizations and everything there, there are people who just, they're going to refuse to go back to work. You know, we've had an eight, we've had an 83% increase in new business licenses in the US since the beginning of the pandemic.
1: And honestly, although this is a hard and tragic time for a lot of people with the pandemic and it's just caused so much unrest and things like this, um, we're still America. And the beautiful thing about what well, I don't know for how long, but you know, that's just that's just that, but I tell you what, with that the beauty of the technology that we have now is that we have other options. You know, 30, 40 years ago, we, if something like this happened, we wouldn't have the option to work from home. There wouldn't have been an option. So um, I'm thankful that we have the technology that we have and I- the people that that are creating podcasts like yourself and I that are creating this information for people to, to um self-educate so that they can change their 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 financial status. They can change their careers if they want to, and that there's opportunity out there. So um, yeah, I, I would love to see more and more people um, that are interested in looking at something like this. There's so many opportunities. And honestly, with Amazon, there's way more opportunities even than selling product. They have so many different ways to earn an income using Amazon. So a series might be a great idea to talk about all the different businesses. I'm telling business you, models. it's, it's, in, in fact, um,
0: and, uh, you know, I can see you, um, I don't know if you have, you, you said you have classes that you do, okay, yes, programs that you do, but definitely, you know, with my company, which is Academy, okay, what we do is we bring lessons, education, and accountability and, and, and resources to micro businesses that are either just starting out or just thinking about going out on their own and everything. And this would be a perfect fit for that. So definitely we'll have to talk more about that. Um, how can they reach you if they want to reach you?
1: I can be reached at mommyincome.com. You can reach me at kristen at mommyincome.com if you'd like to email me. I'm all the social channels on Instagram, Facebook, everywhere else is at mommyincome. So that's where you'll find me um, all over the internet. And I would love to be able to connect with anyone who's interested in Amazon.
0: So that concludes our podcast for today. Please leave a review on any of the streaming platforms. You are listening to us or go on Charged Up Studio's Facebook page and leave a review there. Charged Up Studio is a product of Marketatomy.academy, the e-learning system specifically designed for the micro-business owner. For more information and to register for our many courses, go to Marketatomy.academy. Thank you once again for joining us today, Kristen. And we'll be back next week with another episode of Charged Up Studio. So go out and have a charged up week.